0: Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the Josie Show tonight. Now in our 11th year, my guests this evening are the great Don Elbrecht, the amazing bluegrass group, Backline, and musical genius, Nick Pai Hodges. Yes, so I'm so excited to be able to talk with all three of these incredible guests, and we'll be right back after this. (laughs) uh <laughs> Will be here in just a moment, but before he um, is before he joins us, I would like to talk a little bit about the Josie Music Awards. Remember that all of our nomination submission forms will be um, out in February 2020, so please make sure you keep a lookout at josiemusicawards.com. You can submit your material. Uh, right there, directly on the forms at the website for possible nomination in the fifth, uh, sixth annual Josie Music Awards, 2020. Uh, we'll also have performance applications out in February, so you you know if you're interested in performing, you can put out, uh, you can send us um, an audition tape there, and uh, it's very easy to do. And we're so excited. We're already planning. We're in the planning phase of the sixth annual. Sixth annual Josie Music Awards. I can't believe it's already the sixth annual. That's why I'm still just stunned. I can't even say it. <laughs> it's just speeding by. Um, but we are having so much fun with it. We uh, we're in the planning stages. We are um, we have our official date, September fifth, twenty twenty. We are in talks now with Dollywood to see what we can do to you know, put some umph behind the show uh, next year because you know how we like to do some surprises and special things and add a few extra uh, tidbits here and there. So uh, we are working on that for some excitement uh, t- uh, for, for this upcoming uh, event. So I'm very, very excited about that. Uh, Country Music Social is in the chat room. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining us here in the chat tonight. We appreciate it. We love... We love hearing from all of you uh, while uh, we are live. It's so much fun to get the opportunity to chat with you all and catch up with you during our show. We have some exciting, fun things that we have um, tonight. I have a Three Musketeers bar. It is a happy day for moi. That's all I'm saying. Um, y'all know I have a sweet tooth, so this is very exciting. <laughs> Um, but we are uh, we are looking forward to a great night full of interviews and music and chocolate. So we can't wait. How's everyone doing tonight? I hope everyone's doing amazing. It's Thursday night here, almost Friday, y'all, then weekend. Everyone's going to get all um, ready for the weekend. I'm super, super excited about that. Uh we've been having a blast lately, uh because it was my mom's birthday, uh, October twenty second. So we've been partying. Uh we had some champagne last night. We are we are having we are having the time of our lives, y'all. Um we're having some downtime, some uh <laughs> some exciting uh things uh in the works for the Josie Music Awards, for the Josie show, for all of our brands. We are constantly adding new things so you never know what we have next but uh we're excited for what we have in store for all of you we have some wonderful guests that are going to be joining us uh the final um of this year but also in 2020 so i am very very excited about that uh country music social friday here in the uk thank you for listening to us all the way from the uk we appreciate it um Ken Meekin, that's who that is. He actually uh joined us all the way from the u k He came to uh Dollywood in Tennessee to join us for the fifth annual Josie Music Awards. It was so nice to meet you finally. I feel like I've been talking to you on Facebook. It was great to finally get to see uh you in person. It was amazing. I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful time, but it was it was just so lovely to see you. so thank you so much for coming all the way to Dollywood. To celebrate independent artists with us, we truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, we, we just, it's, it means the world to us. It really, really does. Uh, let's see what else has been going on in our world. We're doing some wedding planning. Um, my goodness, so many, so many things have been going on in our world between just Music Awards, the Josie Show interviews, and wedding planning. Our wedding is on August first, twenty twenty. So we are actually going to be doing the wedding planning in the middle of the Josie music awards planning. (laughs) So, so it's going to be quite, quite interesting. If I do say so myself, we are planning two huge life changing events all at the same, like what, like it's a month apart. Um, So it's going to be quite interesting how we pull it off, but we are doing, we're doing well so far. So knock, knock on wood. Um, so uh we are looking we are looking forward to a great twenty twenty. Um we're very we're very excited about that. Halloween is coming up. Woo, woo, which is my favorite. well, okay. Okay, I love Halloween, one of my favorite, one of my favorites, um, you know, time of year, but also I love Christmas. Christmas is coming. Um which is also my second favorite. My mom's favorite is Thanksgiving, and we gonna go all out for that turkey. She's got a big bird already. She <laughs> she, she does not mess around. She loves her Thanksgiving. Um, so do I. And so it, we're gonna we're gonna we got some big events coming up. Uh, so. What are y'all going to be for Halloween? Do you all know yet? Let me know in the chat room what y'all are going to be this Halloween. What should I be? That's what I want to know. What do you guys think that I should be? Um, it's funny because I did a Halloween picture on Facebook as my profile picture, and everyone's like, oh, my goodness, you should play the Bride of Chucky. <laughs> I, mean, I can't get it? I kept getting it. I would be a great Bride of Chucky from that photo. Never know. Do they have a costume like that? Because oh, if they do, well, then if they have that costume, I'm definitely going to check it out. Maybe I can dress up like that this year. That would be fun. I am definitely afraid of the movies, but I will definitely play. <laughs> I will definitely play in Pride of Chucky. Uh, I kind of do that profile picture, actually, now that I look at it. I kind of do look a little like it. Uh, I, should, I should do it. Let's see here. Oh, and we also are planning some uh, Halloween costumes for the doggies. So let's see here. It's for Toby. I'm thinking – I know it's lame, but I love the Halloween costumes for Dachshunds. He's a little Dachshund. I love the hot dog costumes. costumes. For some reason, I just love those kind of. I love those costumes so, so much. You know, a little mustard, a little ketchup, you know. And not real mustard. ketchup. <laughs> just the costume, y'all, just the costume. Um, And then for Destiny, I don't know. We should make her be a little princess. We treat her like one, so she should probably be one. <laughs> she should probably she should probably do one for Halloween. But um, yeah, give us some give us some uh, suggestions. What we should be for Halloween? What the pups should be for Halloween? What are y'all gonna be for Halloween? I want to know the information. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> it looks like we may have had a time zone situation going on here. Uh, we may have had a problemo with with that you know the one time zone sometimes it can get confusing I completely understand but things happen um and we will we will see hopefully for uh hopefully our first guests arrives. if not then we will definitely reschedule that is definitely not a problemo whatsoever so we are we are looking forward to. It. And if you want to follow us around, we are all over the interwebs. We just made an Instagram for the Josie Show, and that is the Josie Show Radio on Instagram. We are also on Facebook, Facebook.com/JosieShow. slash Josie Show. We're on Twitter, Twitter.com/JosieShow. So find us, connect with us. We would love to chat with y'all about our shows, about you know, fun topics that we're going to have. We're going to bring back our question of the day. We're going to bring back some fun, fun segments, all of that great stuff. So let us know what you want to hear on the show, who you want to hear from, who, who I should interview. Please let us know. We are always open to suggestions. We always want to include our audience. That's the most important thing for us. So please make sure you tune in. And also if you're at josieshow.com right now, you can go through our upcoming guests who's coming up next. Um, we have a pretty much full roster for the rest of 2019. We're already booking for 2020, which is wonderful. So we have so many great, so many great uh, artists coming on that uh, I'm just so looking forward to catching up with. So um, many who have come have been on our show before, and then there's many, many new, new ones out there that are coming as well. So it's very, very exciting, which means more music, more interviews, more music. I'm ready for it. Bring it on. <laughs> I love it. Uh oh, I just got a question here. Uh when did you say again that the nomination submission forms will be up at the website? Okay, so the submission forms for the 6th Annual Josie Music Awards will be open in February, February 1st, 2020. Um all you have to do is go to josiemusicawards.com. You'll see the forms where you could submit all of your material, and that's all you have to do. It's Super super easy. Uh, it takes about like what, like uh, five, a couple minutes of your time, five minutes max. It's super super simple to do, and uh, at that time we'll also have the performance application up as well. So look for that. JosieMusicWords.com, February 1st, 2020. Let's see. So we are very very excited about that. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right. All right. So really quickly here, I think Tina wanted us to pass it on to her. So let's bring on the belated, belated birthday, birthday girl. <laughs> <laughs> Tina Marie. Hey, everyone. Thank you, first off, so
1: much. I still have to put a message up. I haven't gotten to that yet. But I want to thank you all so much for all of the wonderful birthday wishes. And it was just so sweet of you all. We had a great weekend, and um, I got sung to a couple times. I got sung to by Elvis, so, you know, it really doesn't get much better than that, in all honesty, so um, we're super excited about that. It was just just so much fun, so thank you, everybody, and I'll put up a little message. Um, I did go through and and read everything, and, um, you know, so it was just so nice, so thank you all very, very much. We appreciate that. So Josie has talked to you all a little bit. About um, you know the Josie Music Awards and the Josie Show and you know Country Blast Radio, we are consistently updating that as well, and um, you know so many other things we have going on. We've got some great goodies going out with uh, confidently ready here in the next day or so, and um, just so many wonderful things happening with all of the brands. Um, Indie Voice Magazine is getting ready to go to print, so it's so exciting. We'll have our first uh, issue after the award show coming out. Um, we're thrilled with that because we'll have some cool, you know, of course, pictures and fun things inside there too. So that'd be way awesome. Um, but, uh, you know, a couple times here in the past, we have alluded a little bit to uh, the possibility of a, a new brand that we've been working on. And um, we just, uh, you know, we, we've spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to make it great. Um, it's been done over a thousand different times, and um, we haven't, you know, yet, we hadn't found the model that we like so much out there. And you know us, we can't find something we like. We work hard to create it. That's just us. Um, So anyways, we, uh, I think we, I think we figured it out. And I think that's what I'm so surprised by. So um, this is, you know, all kind of cryptic right now, but uh, it'll all come to light here uh, in the future, uh, not too far off. Um, But we did, um, I spent a lot of time, you know, working on a business model for this. And um, goodness, I think we've probably spent years trying to figure this out so that we can do it and do it right and do it well for our independent uh, family. And I think we have figured it out. So, um, you know, we're working on some property, and um, after that part's all said and done, we'll take our plan and our property and put everything together, and um, we'll start looking for, um, you know, financial, uh, financial backing, I think, is, is going to be the next thing, where we try to figure out the financial side of it and getting it all started up. Uh, but once we do that, I think we're going to be on a roll. Um, we spent a good, goodness, I want to say probably... Mm, eight of our 11 years (laughs) trying to figure out how to make this, uh, how to make this work for everybody and work well. And um, it's taken us a lot of brain time, but we, (laughs) I think we've, we've gotten it figured out. So now it's just a matter of putting all the the pieces in place with uh, the financial piece, of course, being, you know, the last of it because we had to have all of our ducks in a row. So I guess my whole big spiel is to say, keep an eye out. There is more coming um and it only gets bigger and better um every time so uh this time we are going to jump in uh both feet into a great big arena and uh as soon as we do we will uh we will give you guys all the information as we get closer but just know that even though we've put some cute little teasers out there in the past uh we are actually much closer to it being a reality than um then we realized so we're, we're super excited about that so just keep an eye on everything having to do with Josie and the Josie Network and uh, we'll be we'll be ready to roll here uh, very very soon so we'll have our next guest here coming in uh, soon and we'll have to reschedule Don Bragg, so that's no issue we can go ahead and do that and uh, then when our next guest comes in we'll, we'll set, a, set them all up we've got some great music for you guys tonight and uh, some great interviews um, we have Nick Sahajis on tonight. And uh, he has a 45-year career uh, in the music industry, and he has worked with some incredible people, huge standout, and um, just wow, just just amazing. Wait till you wait till you hear his work. Every time we hear him, we're just absolutely blown away. So we'll have some of his music tonight. We'll get a chance to talk to him about his long and uh, really incredible journey in the music world. So we're super excited about that. So we're we're happy. Um, if you yeah.
0: Okay. So really quickly I want to jump in here because um someone had a suggestion that we talk a little bit about the top five candies for Halloween. Yes. So I found America's top five most popular Halloween candy. Are you ready? I did. I did. Now I wanna know if y'all agree with this because um yeah. So let us let us know. Okay. So number one with a sales of five hundred nine point eighty five million, it was introduced in nineteen twenty eight, and that is the Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh yeah. That's number one. They said. All right. Number twenty two is M and M's. Sales five hundred point eighty two million. Introduced in nineteen forty one. Yes. M and M's are number two. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I love Ms. She, she's like, I completely agree. She loves MMs. Them them. All right, number three with the sales of four hundred fifty six point ninety one million introduced in nineteen thirty, Snickers. Oh, I love Snickers. Yeah, I, love I love Snickers. I do love Snickers. Um, I know oh, I know I know one that you like. It's always a fan favorite. Sales three hundred twenty four point sixty three million introduced in nineteen hundred Hershey's. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. And number five, oh my goodness, number five is my favorite. <laughs> Why is it? Number five should be my should be number one, y'all. No, um, it, it's definitely my number one. Uh, so number five with sales of three hundred six point fifty one million, introduced in nineteen thirty five, Kit Kat. Oh, you love your Kit-Kat. yes, 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 oh, yes. Oh. Agreed, agreed. And this was from the website uh Quaker Oats Credit Union, um, their website. So that's give, let's give credit where credit's due. Um very, very neat website. You can learn so much. But I love it. So that is the top five of Halloween Halloween candy. Come on in the line and tell us what you think. What do you feel what do you feel? Do you feel this is accurate? Um, you know
1: what? Um uh, mm, you know, you had some of my favorites in there. Like, you know, I, I really love M&M's, it's true, and I do enjoy a good Kit Kat. Oh, let me see. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I think I might have to go with, you know, I mean, I love chocolate. I love chocolate. is so like I've my favorite.
0: not on the <laughs> list that you love.
1: You know, know, I'm real big on, like, other kinds of candies that are not made of chocolate, too. Like, okay, they have these candy sticks, and you can only get them, it seems, at Halloween time, because I can never find them anywhere else. And you have to go to, like, not a really popular store. You have to go to, like, a non-popular store to find these things sometimes. But they're like, like, right now I've got little Flintstone packs. (laughs) And they're tiny little Flintstone cardboard boxes and inside them they've got like sugar candy sticks. And they look like chalk. Yes, correct. But they do not taste like it. (laughs) Not that (laughs) I've tasted chalk, but I can only guess. But they are sweet and yummy and I can I literally eat an entire bag of them hey what just one sitting yeah just one sitting i eat like an entire bag of them for sure so yeah i'm I'm big on those those are good um let's see i like some other candies too you know what i love those like flavored sticks um you can find them a lot of times in like cracker barrel um there are flavored sticks like like root beer flavor stick um peppermint like got like different kinds like i really love the root beer that's like awesome um
0: you know, I'm actually surprised, surprised on, there on there that there they, they didn't, didn't have, have you know, you know just the uh, suckers. I love suckers. Like growing up, the ones where they had like tootsie rolls inside or gum inside. I'm surprised that's not on the list. I mean, I when I was trick or, you know when I was trick or treating a year ago, um last year, I was very happy when somebody put a you know a little sucker in my in my. <clears throat> basket. You know what I'm saying? I was very, very excited with that. I'm surprised that is not on the list, actually. Hmm. Those are my favorites. Um I love nerds. You know, I i do get excited when I see some nerds. Um my goodness. There's there's so there's so many out there, but I, I'm very surprised those are not on the list. Interesting, interesting. But they did say also on this website that the most top selling chocolate brand um Of course, the Hershey brand chocolate uh, since 1990, but the Hershey's cookie and cream is the most recent top selling chocolate, cookies and cream. And that is Matt's favorite. Really? (laughs) Yes. That is my fiance's favorite. Cookies and cream is the most recent top selling chocolate, which debuted in 1994.
1: That's the most top selling chocolate. That's
0: the most. Yes, that's what this that's that's what this this uh, website says. QuakerOatsCU.com. I'll give credit where credit's due. But yes, that's what it says. Interesting, right? hmm Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> Ooh, yeah,
1: what the top costumes are this year?
0: Ooh, top costume. What the top costumes are this year?
1: That's why I'm curious. Because every year it's always something.
0: Oh my goodness. I know. I know. I see a lot of really clever Halloween costumes though. Um, and <laughs> it's definitely, uh, it's, it's, def- it definitely gets even more like crazy. I feel like, I feel like people are really um, going for the very scary, scary costume. Even little kids, they're just like really, really going for the scary, scary stuff. I don't see that many princesses anymore. Um But let's see here, Um, best Halloween costume ideas, I need to be checking that out, Uh, I I need some ideas myself, very cool, very cool, Um, but it looks like our guest may be here, so um, stay tuned, (laughs) for the next show, we'll uh, talk about Halloween costumes, but we're excited to chat with our next guest, if they are indeed here, nada. (laughs) False alarm, y'all! <laughs> False alarm. Someone called in, but we do not know um, who it is. Um, oh, here, let's see this uh, from HalloweenCostumes.com: the best adult Halloween costumes 2019. Mm. interesting, interesting. So it looks like the Dragon Queen women's costume winter is very is very popular. The Flintstone adult Fred Flintstone costume. I could see that Toy Story Aladdin costume X-Men very neat very neat oh someone oh there's a Mary Poppins uh (laughs) costume oh my goodness this is amazing this is amazing (laughs) y'all All right, so it looks like our first guest is here. So, everyone, please welcome to the show Don Elbreg. Hello.
2: Hi, Josie.
0: Hi, how are you?
2: I'm doing well. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on. I want to talk to you a little bit about um, your music. So, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the style of genre of music that you create?
2: Sure. Um, Well, it kind of covers... You know, a handful of genres. You know, I'd say uh, definitely country, uh, definitely bluegrass. Um, you know, folk and, and blues, uh, kind of all mixed in together. <laughs> lots of you know, lots of steel, lots of banjo, uh, lots of uh, mandolin, and of course guitar as well right. mixed in.
0: I love, it. I love it. You are a songwriter and a guitarist, so I want to talk a little bit about, first off, songwriting. So, what does your songwriting process look like when you're getting ready to, you know, do some songwriting? What, what is the first thing that you that you do?
2: Well, uh, sometimes it, you know, it just it just varies. Sometimes, mm-hmm. um, you know, it could just be an initial uh, maybe a theme or an idea that I come up with, and and you know, I just go with that theme, you know, in terms of the lyrics. Uh, sometimes I may come up with a melody or a chord progression, and, and that's what starts the song. And then sometimes um, I may already have something, you know, written, or at least, you know, maybe a, a chorus and maybe a first verse. And then uh, I can tie, you know, maybe another musical idea that I already had or had come up with to those lyrics as well. So it's, sometimes it just it just depends on, um, you know, maybe something I already have. Uh, musically or lyrically or sometimes it just all comes together at once. And those those are the real lucky times, you know, that you hope for.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's what a songwriter hopes for. I love it. I love it. So there are many different ways that you um put it all put it all into place. And we do have a couple of your songs here that we are going to play tonight. Uh but before we do, awesome. is there a place where listeners yeah, is there a place where listeners can go to hear or purchase any of your music after they hear it? Where are the best places to find you?
2: Sure. Um, well, uh you can get free downloads at cdbaby.com, or excuse me, that's, well, it is cdbaby.com, but it would be mm-hmm. store.cdbaby.com slash Don Elbrig um, There's free mm-hmm. downloads they can get on there as well as uh, CDs and other uh, downloads uh, that they could purchase, but there are free downloads of my original music on there. Um, also, on, I have a website, donelbrig.com, and mm-hmm. um, and then I'm also, of course, on Facebook at Don Elbrig Music.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Please check him out, everyone. You will not regret it. Find him on Facebook um, and all over the place. CD Baby, you know, uh, please make sure you check him out. Um, but we do have a song here that we are going to play right now. Uh, your first song that we're going to play is called A Real Country Song. Can you tell us a little bit about this song before we play it?
2: Sure. Um, really, it's it's just kind of a, a an idea I came up with. You know, I, you know, growing up and doing a lot of traveling with my dad over the years, uh, you know, when I was younger, um he he always had you know when we locally you know we're we're from uh indianapolis indiana originally and and so wfms 95.5 is is the country local country station uh, of course now we have in franklin there's 100.3 corn country fm as well but but back then it was pretty much primarily 95.5 and that's that's pretty much what dad had on on the stereo anytime you know we were traveling whether it was to and you know to school in the morning or, you know, you know, in the evening, whatever we were doing. So I was exposed to a lot, you know, different styles of country music. And, you know, it kind of talks about, you know, a real country song typically has, you know, something in it about heartbreak, something in it about, you know, you know, maybe trying to find love again, you know, needing, you know, needing a you know friend, things like that. Anything that, you know, that may be typically sung about, you know, it's a little bit tongue in cheek as well, you know it's kind of kind of a a little bit of uh of a funny tone to it as well, even though it's kind of put forward seriously
0: right right well let's play it i'm I know many people are interested in hearing it, so let's play a real country song and we will be right back in just a moment with more from Don Elbreg. okay, here we go awesome did it thanks so much. <laughs> anyway.
3: Down on your luck Cause you can't make a buck And lately You're not feeling so strong No, it ain't A real country song Unless your last dollar spent And you can't pay the rent And your landlord Will come knocking before long because It
0: Don that was the song, a song—a real country song—and I wanted to ask if you have any upcoming shows where listeners in that area may be able to come and catch you perform.
2: Well, presently, right now, I just—I just performed this past Saturday, but uh, mm-hmm. right now, I don't—I don't have a, a current gig booked. But um, mm-hmm. you can certainly uh, check Facebook and also DonElbrick.com for any uh, future gigs that uh, I'll have coming up.
0: Perfect, perfect. Yes, please make sure you check out the website. First First and foremost, One Stop Shop to check out everything that Don has to offer, all of the latest and greatest news, so stay tuned. And we do have another song of yours here tonight titled Fiddle in the Five. Can you tell us a little bit about this one before we play it?
2: Sure. Um, now, this one I, I would say is, is probably uh, uh, pretty straight uh, bluegrass style and uh, features, of course, banjo, uh, fiddle. Uh, bass, guitar, and mandolin. And um, it just talks about, uh, you know, my love for bluegrass music um, and just, you know, just talks about, uh, you know, how also, you know, I just basically, my my mom, she went to Butler University and she was a voice major. And uh, as a matter of fact, that's where my dad uh, ended up meeting her uh, because uh, my dad's sister my aunt mary they were in this you know they they were in this, the same classes together my aunt mary went there for voice as well so um mm-hmm. so music is in, in in our blood and um mm-hmm. so i mean i talk about like the first line talks about you know being first exposed to music from the womb i mean i mean it's mm-hmm. pretty true just because you know my, my mom and as well as my aunt mary have always been involved in music so uh it just kind of talks about you know not just my love for bluegrass music but but um, I love for performing and, and going to shows and things like that.
0: Yes, well, I am so excited to be able to play this song. Here is fiddle and the five, and we'll be right back in just a moment. Here we go, hit it. Don't say home is where the heart is. That's where we
3: all should be. Between the fiddle and the five stream. like home to me. Where the
4: bottom's held down by the upright bass and the mandolin keeps a steady pace,
3: chiming. If turn around out the sound And I run at each turn around It's all it takes To make sound complete oh, I was first exposed To music in the woods. Ever since then I've been totally consumed Be it by folk Country, rock and roll Rhythm and blues Funk and soul There's seldom style of songs She's stuck in my hand When it comes to playing Or seeing the show There ain't no place I'd rather go In a very few that right smack that between the fiddle and the five—that's the place to be the most alive. Whether in an audience or up on stage, I'm picking and i grinning from a mighty young age. Table to the radio, game with band. Seems I've always had a guitar in my hand. No matter where I go, I wanna be in the middle, right smack that between the five and the fiddle. Gets me about the five-string banjo Won't grab the hold of me, and won't let go Well, fiddle can affect me in a fine way, too It can pick me up or leave me feeling blue And all the pink or what style the song we're saying Well, matter matters the style or the tempo It wouldn't really without a fiddle or a banjo Especially if it's a little bluegrass song I'm playing Right smack that between the fiddle and the five That's the place I feel most alive Whether in an audience or up on the stage I'm picking and grinning from a mighty young age Down to the radio and with the band Seems I've always had a guitar on my hand No matter where I go, I want to be in the middle Right smack that between the five and the fiddle hey. I bleed. An earful of bluegrass off and on I need. Get me out of my seat and on my feet. I'm dancing to that bluegrass bee. To the point where I may very well lose control. I don't get some picking, don't fill my brain. I think it might just drive me insane. Bluegrass sensitive to be the essence of my soul. That's why, right smack that between the fiddle and the five. That's the place I've most alive. Whether in an audience or up on the stage, I'm picking in a dinner from a mighty old age. Down to the radio game with the band Seems I've always had a guitar on my hand no matter where I go. I want to be in the middle, right smack that between the five and the fiddle.
0: And we're back at the Josie Show. What a fun one. I love that. And it's Fiddle in the Five by Don Elbreg, and we're back with Don right now. And are you currently working on any other projects that you could tell us about? What is going on?
2: Well, um, you know, I'm always trying to work on on writing. Uh, I am a full-time mm-hmm. teacher, though, So uh, and a full-time mm-hmm. uh, part-time. So well, you know, uh, full-time teacher, and then we also have my wife and I, and, and i mentioned to you before um'm not sure if you remember or not because I know you've got a lot of folks mm-hmm. that uh, that contact you but my wife's josie as well mm-hmm. so
3: yeah, uh, we
2: yeah. have yeah we we have uh we have four boys as well so so it's yeah. a busy time but um're you know, always mm-hmm. trying to write uh, coming up with uh, ideas and um again most recently had a free download that that I uh, just this is put out, uh, again, on cdbaby.com, and it's uh, three live songs from a performance from last January, the Indianapolis Arts Garden. So uh, that's one of those free downloads that people can go go get at cdbaby.com. Um, yeah. But, yeah, definitely working on stuff all the time uh, when I can find time.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. And please, everyone, go and check out Don Elbreg everywhere. Wouldn't doubt Google it out is what I always say. Just type in his name, and you'll be able to find everything you need to know. And, of course, go to the website. Can you give out your website one last time for us?
2: Sure, sure. It's donelbreg.com.
0: Easy enough. donelbreg.com. Please check him out. And I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and chatting with me tonight. I appreciate you.
2: Oh, well, I certainly appreciate the opportunity. I, I really do.
0: That's okay. Anytime, anytime. Thank you, and I hope you have a great rest of your night. Okay, talk soon.
2: Well, thanks. You take care.
0: You too. Don Elbreg, everyone. (laughs) Bye-bye. 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 All right, all right. Our next guest is here, everyone. Please welcome to the show Travis from an incredible band called Backline. Hello, Travis. You there?
4: Yes, ma'am. How are you?
0: I'm doing wonderful. How are you?
4: Oh, pretty good, pretty good. It's almost the weekend, so <laughs> a lot yeah. better now.
0: Right? I agree, I agree. Well, I'm so excited to have you on because the moment that I heard your band backline, I completely fell in love. You guys are a Bluegrass band, and I wanted to ask who all makes up the band backline. Please give everybody in the crew shout out. <laughs>
4: sure, sure, absolutely. So there's mm-hmm. Caitlin Ingardia. She's our guitar player and lead singer, um, also writes most of the songs. Uh, we have Milam Williams, who is our mandolin player, and we mm-hmm. have Zach Carter, who is our banjo player. Uh, we have Jason Ballou on the Doghouse bass, and then I play Dobro.
0: Awesome, awesome. I love it. How did you all come together to form Backline?
4: Well, uh, I actually played in a band with Caitlin's daddy mm-hmm. when Caitlin just a kid well she's still just a kid but uh, when she was much younger she she, she was about 15 years old or so and uh her dad was Mm -hmm. a banjo player and or is a banjo player and i played with uh uh, they were they're a gospel bluegrass band uh the king james boys and so i got to know her that way and um zach i met him when he was a kid learning to play banjo Mm -hmm. and then uh Mm -hmm. jason the bass player and myself we go to church together and uh Milam, he uh, he's just he's a local guy that we've known for for years, and he just recently came on board about uh, almost a year ago. So mm-hmm. uh, we're all just you know within a I don't know twenty miles or so of each other. So <clears throat> oh
0: wow yeah. that is, that's that's. Very convenient. you guys need to, uh, you know, do some writing or whatever, you guys are so close to each other. And I love that you guys are actually, you know, friends. Y'all have known each other for uh, quite some time. So I think that's why the music, why it really clicks with all of you. And you guys have a new album that's out titled Salem Town. So y'all are doing really, really well.
4: <laughs> oh well, we appreciate it. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. So I wanted to ask a little bit about Salem Town. Tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind. Um, uh, this album, the songs on this album. Tell us a little bit about Salem Town.
4: Okay, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. the <clears throat> the title track Salem Town. Actually, uh, Zach Carter, the banjo player, he um mm-hmm. he went to East Tennessee State University and played in the Pride Band and everything uh, while he was there. Uh, but anyway, he he got the idea <clears throat> and had the chorus and the melody and everything for Salem Town, and you know about the witch trials and all that. And uh, he just kind of set it on the back burner, and um, I guess uh, several years ago, and uh, we we got together. I want to say about it was early 2018, and we sat down and it was like, he was like, "Man, I got this idea," and he he kind of played the melody and 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 kind of gave us the chorus there, and we sat there as a band and wrote the song. And about I guess it took us about an hour or so, and oh, wow. uh, you know that. Was, <laughs> So that was our first <clears throat> co-write as far as a lyric, you know, a song with lyrics. And um, our, our first band write, I guess I should say. But uh, so, yeah, there, there's that one. Um, a lot of songs on it that, that Caitlin had, had written through the years that we've been performing. And uh, when we when we signed with Mountain Fever Records back last year, the end of last year, um you know we started trying to put you know songs together like what you know what we're gonna put on this album and uh yeah. it um it just kind of i don't know like i said there were songs that we were already doing and uh they just um they just kind of flowed it's like yeah this this yeah this song you know just kind of picking one song in the next and then uh Caitlin's dad uh we we recorded a song that uh, a gospel song that he wrote and then milam <laughs> excuse me Milam's a writer too and we put two songs on there that he wrote and uh <coughs> and then Miss Paula Breedlove uh wrote uh Rosemary, um which is I think it's the last track on the album. And yeah. um, so he, mm. it just it just kinda all flowed and we, we liked the songs that were on it so it was, that's that's just what we went with and um it's, it was a lot of fun heading up to Virginia <laughs> and recording that. And uh Yeah, yeah. So we've we've had a good time with it.
0: I could tell, and I love how it all just flew flown together. It it just all clicked. And we do have the title track of this latest album of Backline called Salem Town. So let's play it right now, and we'll be right back, okay?
4: All right, sounds good.
0: All right, stay right with us. Here we go, Salem Town.
3: Touch of the hand It was really real lady.
0: Show with Travis of the incredible bluegrass band Backline. That was Salem Town, which is the title track of their brand new album. And we're so excited for the song. We're so excited about this album. And where can our listeners out there go to purchase this brand new album? Where can they go?
4: Uh, you can go to Backline SC. That stands for South Carolina, dot com, Or <laughs> you can go to iTunes or, you know, any of your digital uh media to to get that and before i forget i failed to mention mr clint white that's our new fiddle player he uh he actually tracked fiddle on a couple of songs on this album and uh just as a guest and then we recently just the past month or so uh brought him on board as well as our as our fiddle player so we're a full six-piece band now <laughs>
0: Nice. I love it. I love it. (laughs) The family just expands. I I love that. That's incredible. And y'all sound great.
4: (laughs) Oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it.
0: Time, Anytime. And I wanted to ask if you have any upcoming shows where listeners in that area can come and catch and perform.
4: Sure. We'll be playing – the Anderson Bluegrass Festival is actually going on right now in Anderson, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. It started today and it's going through Saturday and uh um to let's see. We're we're playing Saturday and uh, I guess the the headliner Saturday evening will be Daily Invent. And um but there there's uh you know, four or five bands, uh, great bands that'll be there uh Saturday and uh, again there'll be bands there tomorrow as well. I don't have the flyer in front of me or I can tell you who I was right, gonna be there.
0: Right, but. right. <laughs>
4: that's that's coming up this this weekend so
0: perfect perfect and i know you guys are on social media so people can be able to find all your latest and greatest there and where you're playing next and new music all that so uh can you give out all of your links
4: (laughs) yeah absolutely you can find us on facebook at uh look up Backline there um and then i know my wife handles a lot of that well all of that stuff really um but Mm -hmm. twitter uh I want to say it's backline blue, um, and then Instagram as well. Caitlin handles that, but I have no idea what to even tell you how to look <laughs> it up. But I, um, I'd imagine you can search backline and find it. Uh, maybe have to throw bluegrass in there with it or something. But yeah,
0: yes, perfect love,
4: perfect. love for some folks to to you know hit us up on those social medias and say hey and mm-hmm. you know where they're from we actually just did a thing I don't know a few weeks back and says you know hey
3: mm-hmm.
4: how did you first hear about Backline and let us know where you're from I mean we we've had so many responses it was, it was just amazing you know uh, we're just a little a little band from a little small town and you know have people mm-hmm. from North Dakota chiming in saying oh uh, you know I heard you on Sirius or wherever you know it's right. just really
0: cool that is so, so cool This is very very neat. Uh, Well, I mean, y'all deserve the recognition and and the attention because you guys are just an incredible bluegrass band, and you all work so well together. Uh, You know, I've seen live performances, and y'all are just so great. Uh, So everyone needs to go and check you guys out. You know, backline. You could type in bluegrass backline. They'll be able to find. they'll be able to find you there and so please make sure you go and check them out you will not regret it and we do have another song here that we're going to play before we go here is heartbreak okay And we'll be right back excited all right right, here here we go website backlinebluegrass.com for all of the latest greatest and Travis I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and chatting with me I appreciate it
4: oh no thank you I appreciate you having us on
0: anytime anytime and we'll talk with y'all real soon uh, and I hope you have a great rest of your night okay
4: thank you ma'am you too
0: thank you you too good night (laughs) good night Love it, love it. Backline, they're incredible, an incredible bluegrass band, and um, I'm, I'm so excited to see what they have up in the future, you know, what's next in their career. So please make sure you go and check out their website for all of the latest and greatest, all right? Backlinebluegrass.com. All right, up next is our wonderful, wonderful guest, Nick Saihajis. Hello.
5: Hi, Josie. How are you doing?
0: I am doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good, thank you. Anytime, anytime. So I'm very excited to talk to you because your career spans whew, far and wide. I'm I'm talking like 45 years, I believe. I saw. Yes. So you have it's been a while. Yes, 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 yes. So you've been doing your thing, and I have to say, you are a musical genius. I'm just saying it. I'm saying it right now. You really <laughs> are. And I wanted to ask you how making music all started for you.
5: Uh, you know what. Basically, when you were growing up in our area, um, in fourth grade, you picked an instrument to learn. So it's mm-hmm. like, what do you want to pick? You, you, you played the, in the band in grammar school. and went into high school. Um, my instrument I wanted to learn was the drums. That was met with uh, by my parents with a pick something else. So uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I picked the trumpet. And I played the trumpet all through grammar school, high school, and college. So that was the first thing I started with right there.
0: Wow, that is interesting. That is very cool. I mean, you you do it all. I mean, you're an incredible singer, songwriter, and piano player. Um, You are actually in in Chicagoland known as the Piano Man. So can you tell us a little bit about how you learned to play piano and many other instruments as well? I mean, you wear many hats.
5: Uh, Well, growing up, there was a piano in the house. So (laughs) um, basically around the time that uh, the Beatles were big, I was – Sit down at the piano and I would plunk out things like Let It Be or you know Hey and mm-hmm. things like that. Teach myself how to play Elton John songs. Um, <laughs> I even recorded some of the Peanuts specials off of the television and learn how to play those.
3: Just oh off no
5: the Yeah. So and then and, you know when I was like in eh, just started high school, I started even writing songs. I found it to be interesting. So that's how that started, oh. and then everything else I just you know. Started picking things up because I was interested. I taught myself how to play the flute, the guitar. Mm -hmm. And my first instrument in a band was actually a bass guitar. So that's how I started that.
0: Wow. Look at that. That is very cool. And you have, you know, performed all over the place. Um, You actually have an incredible story early on in your music career with your band at the time. I hope I do not puncture this. Ruffian, am I
5: saying that right? Yep, it was called Ruffian. I love it. And Paul
0: Anka. So can you tell us a little bit about
5: that? Um, Ruffian started out in uh, 1974 as a band called Stagger. And Mm -hmm. we were together for about 10 years. Um, We got to a point where we finally got enough money up to get ourselves a decent demo tape. We went into Pumpkin Studios, Mm -hmm. which was run by Gary Loiseau, who also produced Sticks. And he used to be the singer in The American Breed. Um, So we did some stuff with him We did a nice demo tape And that caught the attention of our manager Whose name was Joe Crispino. And Joe Mm -hmm. took us to the next level He got us involved with A&M Records And uh, they got us to open up for some acts Uh, We did Mm -hmm. an audition for Columbia And Mm -hmm. Columbia liked the band But they said they wanted to see a lead singer in the band So while we were pining over that thought um, Our manager came back and said You know what, forget about Columbia Paul Inc. is interested in the band he wants to sign you guys to a recording contract, bring you out to his house, yeah. and record an album. So
0: That's incredible. <laughs>
5: that was pretty, that is, pretty surreal.
0: <laughs> yes, that is a surreal moment right there. I mean, it's just a legend. Paul Anka. come on now. Everybody knows who that is. I think that is... Oh, so, so cool. But I also want to mention you played many Chicago Fests, which is huge. You opened for acts like the Ramones, Brian Adams, and Survivor, just to name a few. So can you tell us a little bit about those experiences for you? I mean, to open up for acts like that, what is that experience?
5: Yeah, we, um, well, that's when we were trying to get with A&M Records. There was a local guy named Bobby Tarantino who was an A&R record guy for A&M, and he would get us to open up for these acts. So we opened up for the Ramones, I think it was at the University of Illinois. That was probably the most nerve-wracking one because you don't know what the New Remotes mm-hmm. crowd going to think of us. We were not a heavy rock band. We were kind of like jazz rock, if anything. And uh, the crowd really liked us. I mean, it was a very great, great moment. Opening up for Brian Adams, he was brand new to the scene. He played at the Park West in Chicago. So he hadn't yet become a big name, but uh, that was still pretty cool. Uh, we opened there up for Greg Kent a few times, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that is so, so neat. I think that is the neatest thing ever. Uh, you know, not many people are able to say that they opened up for these incredible, I mean, legendary acts. And I think that's really cool that you have that to kind of add to your resume of sure. things that you've done. And, you know, and I, I've seen the video of a performance that you all did as Ruffian, and I was blown away. And I have to ask, who are all the players in Ruffian at the time, if you don't mind me um, asking?
5: The uh, the bass player was my brother-in-law And one of my best friends Well actually we were all like brothers in the band But um, Jim Zito that's, that's my wife Phyllis it's his, it's her, uh, It was her brother uh, The drummer was Frank Nadil Who was extremely talented Great ear And he both made, did most of the lead singing in the band He had a great voice And then the guitar player was Kevin Rathundi Who was also very talented as a songwriter And uh, it was just the four of us That was it
0: Y'all clipped, too. I mean, y'all sounded great together. It was <laughs> a big sound. Really, it was. It was a really big sound, which we loved. You know, and uh, y'all, y'all were amazing. But, I mean, definitely, you know, fast forward to present day, you perform with your group now, Billy and the Jets. Can you tell us a little bit about this group and the music you all play together?
5: Billy and the Jets started out as a Billy Joel tribute band. A um, friend of mine that runs the Arcata Theater, Ron Onesti, said, why don't you put together a Billy Joel tribute band? Because I would open up for X once in a while at his theater, and uh, I'd play Billy Joel stuff. And he said, you should put together a tribute band. So I did. And then we decided, let's make it more interesting, so we threw in Elton John, which is where the name mm-hmm. Billy and the Jets came from. So now we do Billy Joel and Elton John, and it's uh, it's going over really well. People love it. They sing along to every single song. It's great.
0: That is so neat. So is there a specific song out there that people really uh, just go crazy for? <laughs> that one well, song that people, you know, the crowd's going to get going.
5: Well, obviously Piano Man. As soon as you start playing yeah. it with the harmonica and everything, they go nuts. And they all sing every word.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. And you do so many things. I'm surprised that, you know, I, I don't know how you sleep. But you also perform solo as the Piano Man. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
5: Yeah, I uh, I do a thing. It's called the Chicago's Own Piano Man, and uh, what that lets me do is I, I expand beyond the Billy Joel John, John stuff, and I do other artists like uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder, and uh, you know mm. other piano players that I I've always been inspired by. So that's kind of fun for me, and it's 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 nice because I play in a lot of the local places here, and uh, it's a nice nice crowd, so it's a good time.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And you're so good. I mean, we've been fortunate enough to hear you play a couple of times. And all I keep saying at the end of each night, really, is you are truly a musical genius. I mean, your fingers go flying <laughs> on those keys. I can barely even see them. Uh, <laughs> it's the absolute best of the best. And uh, I can't wait to share what you uh, do with my listeners. So I have a couple songs tonight to play of yours. The first is titled Faded Pictures. Can you tell us a little bit about this song before we play it?
5: Sure. I wrote this one with a friend of mine called Mike Malanofi. He was a guitar player. And uh, he just came up to me with some chords and said, well, what can we do with this? And I, I started thinking about it. I came up with a melody, and then I thought, I don't want to say the same thing that we always say in a song, you know, the old love song. I want to try something different. So I came up with the whole concept of a woman who had lost her, her love at war, and uh, all she had left of him was pictures that she kept in, like, a little box. And over time, the pictures faded, so all she had left was these faded pictures of her love. So that's what it's about, basically.
0: Oh, well, I'm so excited to have everyone be able to hear it here tonight. So let's play Faded Pictures right now, and we'll be right back with more from the incredible, talented Nick by Hodges. So here we go. Hit it, Faded Pictures. Mm -hmm.
3: She sits at home, she sits alone, while holding on to faded pictures. And every night, she dreams in black and white from staring at those faded pictures. to the sword, his face was in those faded pictures. He went to war and left to one more, but all that's left are faded pictures. Her fate, but all she sees are faded pictures. Cause in her mind, the only love she'll find is trapped inside those faded pictures.
0: Josie's show with Nick Hodges and that was Faded Pictures. Now, Nick, we have a surprise caller for you, all right? Okay. All right, let's bring him on. (laughs) Surprise caller.
1: (laughs) Hi, Nick,
5: how you doing, buddy? You know, I knew it would be you, Jimmy. (laughs) I was gonna mention you too, but now you ruined it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> How you doing, guy?
2: No, I, I saw. I've been seeing the advertisements. I wanted to call in to say congratulations for being on the Josie Show. They're great people. I love them both, and I love you too. And I love your wife. Well, I can't say I love your wife, but I love Phyllis too. So that's that was
5: (laughs) (laughs) I love everybody. (laughs) I just wanted to
2: call in, say hi to you, and congratulate you for being on the show tonight. Thanks. I miss you, brother. All right. We'll have to get a show going again sometime soon.
5: Definitely. Definitely.
2: All right. Thank you, Tina and Josie. Keep up the great work.
0: (laughs) Thank thank you, Jimmy. (laughs) Talk soon. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that was <an> <laughs> <surprise>. <laughs> Right? How yeah. sweet was that? Uh, for people who don't know, Jimmy Parker is actually the one that introduced us to you. Uh he had a great show going on with you um at the Arcada, right? And it was sold out. It went yeah. it went so well. Um and then the next day uh you you did a really great um show for Saint Jude's. Can you tell us a little bit about that? That was so much fun.
5: St. Jude, yeah. We uh, well, my wife and I are involved in St. Jude all the time, and this was a uh, show that was put on by some other people that asked us to perform, and all the artists yeah. that were there obviously were donating their time. Um,
3: yeah.
5: So yeah, that, that, that's definitely what we did with that one. We uh, we've done a few shows yeah. of our own as well for uh, memorial concerts, things like that. Yeah. Um, uh, do you want to get into the St. Jude thing now? Because I could tell you a little more about it.
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, yes, that you can. I mean, you've done so, well, m- so much fundraising over the years for such yeah, a, an organization started, that's close to our hearts. So
5: It started mm-hmm. in 2015. My brother-in-law passed away, and we decided that we wanted a mm-hmm. memorial concert for him. And we put mm-hmm. all, the, uh, all the proceeds from the concert went to uh, St. Jude's. Well, the first time it went to uh, Oak Park School of Rock for kids mm-hmm. who couldn't afford the tuition there. I mean, there's a lot of talented kids out there who just can't afford to, to get the education. So that was the first year. Then after that, yeah. since then, we've we've done it for St. Jude's every time. We've visited St. Jude's in Nashville, which was a thrill for me. I mean, what what an unbelievable place that is. It's just incredible for the children. And mm-hmm. um, we've also auctioned off guitars. We were lucky enough to get celebrities to sign guitars for us. We've auctioned them off mm-hmm. as well uh, at different affairs uh, at the Arcada Theater. Uh, Ron's been walling up, you know great with the auctions. He, he he gets the numbers up there. He wound up getting $4,000 for one guitar one night. And there were two Ooh. people bidding against each other. And he turned to us and he, he turned to them and said, listen, if I can get each one of you a guitar, with same signatures, can you, uh, will you both be willing to pay for it? And they said, yes. Yeah. So he turned to us and said, go get another guitar. So <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was during a, a Cornerstones, a rock concert. We ran to the guitar center, bought another guitar, brought it back, had all the people at the show sign it. And I wound up selling the two guitars auctioning for $8,000, so that was really nice.
0: That is so nice. Oh, I love I love what you do, uh, you know, for them. I mean, you 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 create music, and it's for such a great cause. And that was the show that I was able to go to. I, I you know, event for St. Jude's um, that you were a part of, and you know, Jimmy Parker performed as well. So um, I'm glad that we got to mention that. Um, and and I wanted to ask you real quick: um, is there a place where our listeners can go to purchase any of your music that they hear tonight? Where the best place to find you?
5: Um, not yet. It's not actually officially on anything, but, uh, it will be, um, over the next couple of months. I'm trying to put something together, not only to release a CD, but also try to maybe put some, uh, backlog of of stuff out there on iTunes and CD baby, things like that. So it will be soon enough. And trust me, once it is, my wife will put it all over Facebook. So everybody will know.
0: (laughs) perfect perfect yes that was actually one of my questions because you are working on a brand new cd so i'm so excited about that you have to let us know we would love to have you back on to talk about it
5: let's and do I'd it and i'd like to have you at the cd release party for sure i'll invite you and the mom oh. and dad too
0: yes yes we were there
5: okay <laughs> that would be good.
0: amazing we would love it we would love it for sure and do you have any upcoming shows where listeners in in the area can come and, and catch you perform
5: um, probably not until January. I'm going to take the next couple months and work on the original stuff with uh, the players. I'm, I'm putting together a band to record this stuff and to play the um, play the music. Um, and I, I may as well mention those guys. The drummer is name is Bill Glisson Bass player's name is mm-hmm. Greg Brucker, and on guitar, I've got Guido Neri. These are all really talented guys, and I'm looking forward to putting these things down. I'm re-recording some of these things, and I want to play them out live. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that's what I'm doing for the next couple months. But come January, we're probably going to be out playing with Billy and the Jets again. Uh, look for us mm-hmm. at like, Club Rec, How to Speak Easy, and uh, 210 Live, possibly even Flow out in Geneva. So stuff out west, stuff out north. So, we'll Perfect. definitely be out there. we be on Facebook.
0: Awesome, awesome, yes. First and foremost, please make sure you go and find uh, Nick on Facebook. Can you please give out all of your, all of your websites and, and sure.
5: all of pages for us? Uh, mm-hmm. It's just all, it's all Facebook pages. I've got Chicago's Own Piano mm-hmm. Man, which mm-hmm. no matter what I'm doing, it'll be on that page. There's also Billy and the Jets, and uh, I've got another one called Street of Dreams Productions, and you've, you've seen the Street of Dreams Productions. So um, Those are the three that I've got, but Chicago's Own Piano Man is the easiest one to remember, and I'll yeah. have everything posted <laughs> on there.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Please make sure you check it out. You will not regret it. And another thing I want to mention, because you're very welcome. You're very welcome. I'm so happy that you are here um, to chat a little bit because it's just so it's just so much fun. I mean, you've done so many different things and we're not even done yet. I mean, you've also played. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. You've done so many things uh, in your career, but you've also played uh, for Anheuser-Busch events, which must have been so much fun. Tell us about that, because. I'm sure that okay. that got
5: that got exciting. <laughs> well, that started out with us. Um, a friend of mine was mm-hmm. booking things for Annas Bush and asked us if we wanted to be bartenders in the uh, in the uh, the shows that they do, like at the McCormick Place. So we yeah. started out as bartenders, and I got a bunch of musician friends of mine that I play with, because you know at the time we had our days available. Uh, when they found mm-hmm. out we were musicians, they said, "Hey, why don't you guys sing while you're at it?" So it started <laughs> where we were just singing acapella behind the bar, and I came up with some parody lyrics. For old 50s songs, it's old Motown songs, and we'd sing about Bud Light as opposed to, as opposed to My Girl and things like that. And um, oh, They wound up taking us around the country. They took us to the different shows in Vegas and Dallas and the ones that we did here in Chicago, and it was just a great time. It really was a lot of fun.
0: sounds like it. It sounds like it. and I love that you're able to kind of, like, parody and, and do some fun things like that. I mean, it, which isn't surprising because you have written and produced jingles for many different, com- uh, you know, companies. And that's kind of a whole different bird. That's sometimes a little difficult. Can you tell us a little bit about your work there?
5: Sure. I mean, I've done a few different things. Uh, not everything's been accepted, but uh, the, the one that really sticks out in my mind is a, a, a product called The Study Game. Uh, it was an educational Ooh. game. And it was, for, it was an educational gift for, for children, and a lot of uh, sports people were sponsoring it, uh, Billie Jean King on it. The one I remember the most was Joe Montana. They did an event at the Empire Room, and when I recorded the song, I had my son, who I think was five at the time, Do this whole middle section That he sang along with And I had him do it over and over and over again So it sounded like it was a whole bunch of kids So when we did it live We got a bunch of kids to come out And do the middle part And do a dance to it and everything And these kids were waiting for the longest time To go out and perform And they were getting antsy and everything else And when Joe Montana showed up at the Palmer House Which is where we were doing this in the Empire Room the first thing he did was go to the kids. I mean, he ignored everybody else, went right to the kids and just started signing in their shirts and their, their shoes and pictures, whatever they had. He was wonderful. What a wonderful guy he was. I have nothing but respect for John Montana. Great guy. And it was, it was just fun to do that.
0: Yes, what a great time, and so many incredible experiences you've had, um, you know, over the years, and I'm excited to see what is next for you. I know that, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be rocking it and doing some new music and um, many more performances in your future, so we're really excited to see what is next for you, and we're actually going to close out the show with your next song titled Tell Me, so can you tell us a little bit about this song before we close out the show with it?
5: I threw this one at you because this is like one of the first songs I ever wrote. Um, It was back when we were young in the band and we were like maybe 20 years old and it was kind of like we need to write uh, a pop song, something that's going to be a hit, something that's got a hook, something that's going to grab the people, uh, something that's going to make us stars. So (laughs) I wrote this totally with the thought in mind that this is going to be a pop song. So that's what this is, a nice, simple, fun pop song.
0: Yes. I'm so excited for everyone to hear it. Uh, So we're definitely going to close out the show with that. Tell me. And Nick, I want to thank you so, so much for coming on the show and chatting with me and you're welcome back anytime.
5: (laughs) Oh, thank you, Josie. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. And I hope you have a great rest of your night. Okay. And please tell Phyllis I say, Hey,
5: (laughs) I will you too. Okay.
0: All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, he's incredible, Nick Hodges, Please make sure you find him on Facebook. He is wonderful, such a talented guy, and a lot of fun too. He's he's just he's such a great dude, uh, great dude. Uh, he's awesome. He's I, I'm telling you, in my head, he is already uh, my friend. Okay, let's just say that right now we are already friends. Him, I, Phyllis, <laughs> because we did have a there we were attending a party at their house. So that makes us friends, right? Let's <laughs> just say that. Um, and they were just so kind. They they sang happy birthday to my mom and um which was very sweet because their birthday is the same day, Dick and my mom's who knew. That was really cool. And uh Elvis was there, Matt got to perform which was really cool, and he rocked it. And we got to see, like, a Joan Rivers impersonator who was incredible. I laughed my booty off. (laughs) So it was a great time. It was a great time. We absolutely love, love, love them. Um, So I'm excited to hear what is next for Nick. And I want to thank you all so much for joining us tonight, and thank you to our incredible guests, Don Elbreg, Backline, and Nick Cy Hodges. Um, We wish you all a happy Halloween next Thursday night, and we will be back on November 7th with our guest that night, Willie so pop that in your calendar. Do not miss it. Remember, 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. And until next time, remember, sometimes you have to make the hard decisions to follow your dreams, but remember to give it all you got, make great friends along the way, and enjoy the whole journey. Good night, everyone. Now here is to close us out on the show, Nick sy Hodges and his song, Tell Me. Good night, I never
3: new Blue Creek Production, audio and visual creative studios, home of the 2018 JMA's Album of the Year. And I'm doing better, I'm doing better. Video Production Company of the Year. Just to hold you, just to feel you, tells me everything's all right. when I'm And Modern Country Group time. of the Year. And dip, I'll grab a cocaine and Let us help you take your music career, your film, or your brand to the next level. Our services include music production and sound design, video production and graphic design, digital media marketing, and custom apparel. Our vision is your vision. Contact us today and learn more at BlueCreekProduction.com.